lines and directly deployed them in the cropping systems, in cultivation practices, and that is how we could protect the wheat crop. And as a result, the wheat production has crossed 100 million tons mark. And that's a tremendous success for which India has been recognized globally by the Board of Grass Initiative. And I'm sure as we go along, my breeder friends and also the crop protection scientists who are present here would continue striving in this direction to elaborately identify the sources of resistance including the white species, white, uh, wild species and identifying those very precisely and transferring to the cultivated to impart the much needed advantage. While the wild relatives should be continued as sources of resistance, the alternative methods need to be really worked out. I cited one example how we have protected our crops in the country, and that is a global scenario. What I intend to focus and emphasize on is our continued efforts for identifying the sources of resistance, whether in cultivated or the wild, and deploying those very strategically, evolving over a period of time, because the pests keep evolving to outsmart the host plant resistance, the host plants, and the process, in fact, defeating the very resistance which we have built over years through a very systematic breeding effort. Given that reality that we have seen and encountered, we must continue hunting for new sources. At the same time, as I said, we understand not so elaborately the best side of the story. When I was working on white rust in case of mustard, a obligate pathogen, the difficulty was to get that particular pathogen from the field and go for inoculation in the same season and identify the resistant segregants in the breeding populations so that one can build, identify the segregants for advancing the generations and also make necessary crosses. After a few years, what one finds is the whole process of resistance has broken down. The donor is gone. The susceptibility has come there because of virulence evolving faster. And that is one example that when we try to identify a source and continue deploying without understanding how the pathogen is evolving adequately, so the very purpose is defeated. I'm sure my colleagues sitting here understand this very well. 
But in case of wheat, the way ROS pathogens are evolving and the hotspots where they are evolving, the way they are evolving, I think there is a plenty of opportunity for us to go deeper, have a deep dive into the pathogen evolution processes to understand how they are actually going to behave in, in years to come under the climate change regime and can we really simulate those conditions elsewhere and then have deeper insight into pathogen evolution. Because we don't understand adequately at a global scale the pathogen population or pest population structures 